Attention everyone, this is an emergency broadcast. The unpleasant noise you are about to hear coming from your radio is not a mistake. Please do not turn off your radio, but turn up the volume on your receiver as high as it can go, so that you can make the sound we broadcast as loud as possible. The following program was recorded on an earlier date for presentation at this time. I'm heading out to the game. Okay. Have a great time. Uh, don't forget your Vuvuzela. Oh, my gosh. Thanks. Okay. See you later. Welcome back to the Augusta National, where Tiger's been having an amazing game. If he sinks this three-foot putt, he'll have his first win since his return and be well on his way to regaining his former dominance. Right you are, Bob. Here's the putt. Oh, that's just unfortunate. Oh, back to the United Kingdom Tavern Darts International. The returning champion, Hans Heimlich, seems to have recovered since the first round, and he's sure to take the $1 million purse with this last throw. Right, you are, Scotty. He's lining up his shot. A hush follows over the crowd. Silence prevails. There's his concentration. Here's the throw. My eye! Oh, God damn it! Who blew the boozella? I'm gonna come over there and turn you into a steaming pile of haggis! I can't believe we're actually watching Eclipse! <laughs> Go Team Edward! Oh my gosh, you know, standing in line for three days for this midnight showing wasn't nearly as bad as standing and and doing that tent city, you know? That was amazing, seeing all those stars standing in there, but here we are, we're actually going to see the movie. Oh my gosh! This is fabulous! I, I love you, Bella. Don't go with the pale face. I love you, Bella. Choose me. I love you, Edward. I mean, Jacob... I mean, oh, I'm so confused. I'm going to pick. From the great state of Michigan in the American Midwest, it's time for good beer, great friends, and pure 100% fun. This is Tavern Cast. Welcome back to the bar. Grab a beer, pull up a seat. This is TavernCast. I'm Bryce. I'm Mike. I'm Eric. I'm Bill. Be on the show. Call the TavernCast hotline in the USA, 734-418-7077. 
Email us at taverncast at taverncast.com. Only one rule. You send it or say it, we'll play it on the show. Taverncast will play anything we get. So whatever you want to leave, it will end up on the show. Anything? We are now doing completely uh, anything. Actually, we want you guys to do our jobs for us. <laughs> We're going to go to the Bahamas. <laughs> so we'll record anything? Or we'll play anything? Can, anything. Anything you send on Skype, well, Taverncast will play. Bill, play that one that we got recently. Okay, hang on. Hello there, Taverncast. This is Patrick Stewart. I happened to notice the meddling entity known as Q was mentioned on your forums, along with the suggestion that he might somehow interfere with the success of the show. I just wanted to let you know that I've pulled a few strings and that Q will pose no further threat to this, the next generation of Taverncast. You might even say I have made it so. Goodbye, Taverncast, and all the best on your new voyage. We will weave your crappy Skype voicemail skits into the show like a fine poetic tapestry. Mm-hmm. And please, Bill keeps calling us, so please, someone else call. <laughs> do an elephant, do an elephant. <laughs> I can't do an elephant. Please! That sounds like a burrow. Yeah, thanks. Whale, do a whale. That sounds like a burrow. (laughs) It's actually pretty good. It even had some, like, lasting echo to it. I really felt like I was at 2,000 feet. It was like Star Star Trek Four. I was just, you know, channeling. Well, this is really bad, because if it's real enough, the probe is going to (laughs) come. Well, I thought the probe was like the Matrix. No, dude, oh, start dude, dude. The probe is gonna come. The Matrix. Way to go, Bill. Do not approach Earth. The transmissions of an orbiting probe are causing critical damage to this planet. And that was a new song called It's Tavern Cast Time from our buddy Sam Scola from Maine. He's a singer-songwriter that writes songs about beer and many other things. You can find him at www.reverbnation.com forward slash Sam Scola songs. That's S-A-M-S-C-O-L-A songs. Thanks, Sam. If you've got access to that old internet, be sure to check us up at, to check us out, or up, or sideways, or down at www.taverncast.com for all kinds of awesome, fun happenings, goings on in the world that we live in. That's the only world. No other world, just that. Thank you. And please head on over to www.taverncast.com and check out our forums, and uh, we're trying to get the forums going again, so... 
if you have, don't have an account already, try and set one up. You can just uh, sign up through the, through the forum system there and uh, send us an email with the forum name that you just used to create your account. And that way we'll know you're real and not a spammer because we're trying to keep the spammers out. Well, let's get right into what are we drinking? They make it in the brewery, the real flavor of beer. The hops and grains are mixed in the real flavor of beer. What are we drinking? What are we drinking? Beer. All right, so last time we ended the show with uh, the deadliest catch, a lot of, a lot of uh, talk there about the deadliest catch, and so we uh, found a beer that's dedicated to the deadliest catch, and that is Rogue Brewery's Northwestern Ale, Captain Sig's Northwestern Ale. He's not the one that's dead, is he? No, he's not the guy who died. He's All right. one of the guys. You know, I finally caught that episode, too. I caught that episode, I haven't seen it ever, and I flip on the TV and there's Delia's Catch and the kids are all in the hospital going, what's up? And I'm like, I know what's happening here, he's going to die! And I'm six, like, Six wow. years worth of building, right? and the show is ruined for you. <laughs> right. <Yeah>. So, um, <laughs> so we thought we'd try this beer out and uh, just, you know, kind of see what the deal was and, and whatnot. And they got, you know, good old Captain Sig and his boat, the Northwestern, on the front. And uh, and then, do any of you guys actually watch Deadliest Catch on a regular basis? I know who I Captain know. Sig is. I watched a season of it. It was pretty interesting for a while. I mean, it's you know, these beer. guys would be out there and, like, throwing their uh, pots down. You know, they'd be throwing pots down in the middle of the ocean, hoping for a big catch coming in. And, boy, that's just liquid gold. Except it really wasn't liquid. It was, like, crabby gold that would come in there. Oh, and they'd come up there, woohoo! We struck it rich! And, like, uh, and then, like, you get on, like, this. That was on the Northwestern. I'm not and then you get sort of like on another what? ship, huh? What are you even talking what? about? What are we doing? What are we doing here? Oh, I'm re uh, Isn't that? Aren't we talking about deadliest catch? No, you know what, dude? Sometimes you open your mouth and it's funny, and then there's like you know that point one percent of the time you say something, and then we're all like, "What the hell is he talking about?" <laughs> I was talking about 0.1%. So anyway, <laughs> deadliest catch. You guys don't watch deadliest catch. You said who's watched deadliest catch? Rogue Northwestern is <laughs> Captain Six Northwestern <laughs> Ale. Uh, let's give it a shot, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh, it's super hoppy, whatever it is. What do you guys think it is? I like it. It's really hoppy. It's, it's an IPA. What is style it, of ale it is? It's an ale? It's an ale. Yeah, it tastes like it an tastes IPA. It like an IPA. So we don't know what it is. It's like, like a, a it's like an amber-colored awesome. ale, but it tastes... It's more if we need it. It's super hoppy. It's like an IPA. What do you think, Bill? Um, I think it's super hoppy. I mean, it's 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 hard to sort of drink even unless you really like hoppy stuff. I like but hoppy. It, uh, what do you think? Look at the cool. bottle. The logo is showing the boat being eaten by a giant crab. Well, it, the boat is <laughs> in there, you know, Man, some crab designer had a blast with this one. Yeah. yeah, you know what that is though? It's an imitation crab. Oh, it's a fake crab. <laughs> it's like a blow up crab. Yeah. Rogue stuff is always good. I think. I think What's up with the fish and the cow on the back? Uh, it's made part with fish and part with cow. Part with fish. There's like cow in here. Yeah. Goes good with poultry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that what it is? Maybe that's what it's for. Goes good with fish and beef. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's. I think that's you're right. What they're talking about. It's Captain Sig's Northwestern Ale, right here on Tavern Gas. God bless you, Captain Sig, and keep on trucking or hauling or dropping your pots or whatever it is. Just God bless. Popping and Maxim. <laughs> <laughs>
hell is up with soccer? Are you guys watching that at all? <laughs> yeah, that's where you, watch <laughs> that's the you guys Cup? get to go. Oh yeah, sure. Go. Uh. That's soccer, right? Yeah. See, so this is what I'm talking about. Americans yeah, don't. See, like I don't. Soccer. I don't watch no, no, soccer. No. Bill, I'm not gay. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I, well, I, now, I, now this so thing's a little bit because I, of the world. I am a huge soccer fan. Oh, excellent, perfect. Okay, and now a you player, got player. So. All right, it's on. Here we go. Now you got. Am I watching it? I am absolutely um, watching. I needed to speak to somebody that sucked as much as you. Okay, so here it is. Uh. So <laughs> I, I'm sitting there. I get convinced by the media Wait, at your... large that there's this great world event once every four years. Nations collide. But whatever. Okay, so now like all, everybody's got their own little whatever. nation. They're colliding, and you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of sport. I like to see nations collide. I'm, let's go see what the world has to offer. So I go and I turn on this. I turn on soccer, and I watch England versus the United States. Okay, the first thing that I notice is I can't hear a damn thing. The only thing you hear is. <laughs> And then underneath that buzzing hum, you hear the uh, the midfielder hit it over to the left midfielder and passes it up to, ooh, and now he goes the opposite direction. That was an excellent play. Now they're over at the other end of the field. Ooh, that was another excellent play. And they're back at the other field. And an hour goes by, and nothing's happening. They're just kicking the ball back and forth across the field. Nobody's making progress. Nobody's scoring goals. It doesn't matter if they were playing for two seconds or an hour. They're in the exact same place as they were. And throughout the whole thing, all I here is <laughs> some genius decided to sell horns to the hundreds of thousands of people that are watching the stupid sport and they're all blowing the horn because they're damn bored out of their mind they take the worst sport imaginable a sport where all you have to do is kick the ball are there gloves involved no are there bats involved no is there any skill other than your feet no all you're using is just your feet you're kicking a ball that's it then you're back and forth back and forth nobody's doing anything and they make it worse by adding the worst announcers ever do you hear the thralls of the crowd do you hear the no why because there's nothing to cheer about so what do they place in center and at the end of it, you have the world's greatest game, the Revolutionary War Part Two, England versus the United States, and it ends in a tie. A tie. There's no winner. There's not a shootout at the end. There's no overtime. There's no extra innings. It's a tie, and they'll go, woohoo! Let's move on to the next round. <laughs> 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 You said there's you said there's no gloves. Come on, the goalie's got gloves on. Okay, yeah, the goal. You said the people in Europe gave them horns. The cup is being done. It's being played in South Africa. So I don't even know if you're aware. Like of everywhere that. besides the United but, States is Europe. Okay, that's a euphemism for everywhere outside of us. <laughs> <laughs> is South Africa still like doing okay after that whole alien touchdown invasion thing they had there last year? I think that was fiction. Because I thought I thought they didn't have like, no, no, that was. Oh no, they did because that uh, that one dude who played um, yeah, the one guy got, saved him. Yeah, the one guy who played Bourne showed up over there with Morgan Freeman and like won the cup. I, I saw that on TV. Okay, anyways, that was <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that was soccer again, wasn't it? So, wait. I didn't see it. So, every four years, I got to listen to all you, all my American compatriots saying, Oh, soccer is so boring, and why are we going to watch it? Boo. Yeah. Let's watch some golf, because that's, no, no, that's really not, ripping. There is one that's sport really that's ripping, no, and golf. that seems to be pretty uh, We're not, pretty we're not comparing stupid American sports that are not, <laughs> you don't want to watch. We're talking about soccer. What are the merits of soccer? 
the merits of soccer, at least in golf, they have clubs. Is the creativity that goes into creating these plays, just like in everything else in life, when you're creative, you often don't get to the end. But during the process, it's beautiful to watch, and you see amazing, amazing things come of it. And then Dude, every so often, beautiful to watch. Don't get knocked out of the park thing. and into the back of the net, and it's wonderful. Oh, I'm sorry. Were you? <clears throat> I, I, doze off, I doze off in the process of you creating that argument. I was thinking about the. Uh, sorry, I just had to change the channel. I turned it off now. That I enjoy over. playing more than watching. Oh, I'll admit oh. that. The thing I don't understand. I, strongest defender. Ex- but it is. Explain but to me the. Explain fun. to me the logic of that noise going on. That noise is the most irritating noise in the world, and you can't even hear the goddamn announcers. So you can't. Now, turn, only Americans can hear that noise. Bill. If you turn this, can you imagine John? <laughs> Madden, like talking, doing right a football game thing. with that noise in the background. <laughs> that, was a, that was an amazing play in the back. Brett uh, Favre was just unbelievable. Uh, you see that 60-yard pass all the way. Uh, <laughs> horrible. I don't fully understand soccer either. I think, no offense, but I think it's kind of boring. Like, I, I just don't get it. I don't get the excitement factor in well, it. Well, just like if you didn't understand football and you said, I started watching football, I'd be like, well, I don't get it. What are we, yeah, why why they got to go backwards and why they give the ball? Away. No, but it's not a matter of... Isn't soccer football? Isn't that... It is in the rest of the world, but not in America. Bryce. Which is the only America, place it counts. The only football. place it counts. I'm trying to be <laughs> egalitarian here. Look, in, look. In in, in, There's no globalism on this show. In football, at least you have progress. You're down on one side of the field. Whether you understand the rules or exactly. not, and how you get to the other side of the field, it doesn't. It doesn't really matter if you know all the rules or some of the rules or even none of the rules. You can at least see progress being made, like an army marching down. It's a battle now of they forces. Score. Oh wait, no. But I would argue you can see the same thing in soccer. You see them moving up. Yeah, and down except the they field. never except score. It doesn't matter. Like nothing hey, matters. Hey, Germany put, beat Australia four nothing. There are plenty of goals. No, no, no. You guys are not. You guys are not getting this right at all. The soccer totally has its winning moments. Like I remember this one that I saw like years and years ago, that had this one guy who they were. They, no, no, they were playing against the Nazis. And like Sylvester Stallone and Pele were like try, like playing the Nazis, and Pele had this like crazy like kicked it over his head by flipping in the air thing, and they Rambo beat the him. Nazis, and then the French resistance like got him out of the stadium and everything. Mm-hmm. That was a real I game, yeah. right? Yeah, no, not so much. The, the here's the thing. I think in order to get better international appeal, we're uh, for Taverncast. the players guns. For Taverncast, we're approaching this whole thing entirely wrong. If we want to capture the international market, we have to be incredibly boring, and we have to have that noise going on in the background the entire show. If we just go, <laughs> I think we got half of that down. We should get you can get you can get some sound. <laughs> we can do it in the stadium. <laughs> that would be awesome, actually. <laughs> You're like, so Bill, what do you think? Oh, he's going to go! Take a commercial break, and we will return you to South Africa, where the game is just getting exciting. <laughs> <laughs> this 
he's done, and Jose. I just turned down tavern because it's so fantastic. I love it. Absolutely, dear. I was just listening to all these other different podcasts out there. They're all rubbish. Absolute rubbish. But then I turned on this tavern cast and I heard this incredible buzzing noise. It sounded just like football. It was fantastic. No other podcast does the football noise out in the background. I love it. I don't know why. I just love it. <laughs> hey, we should do tavern cast in Univision. And everybody has to speak Spanish. Better many okay, to todos, por favor. Busca una vista a la tavenga. Por favor. Una playa de los cunetados. Me llamo es Miguel García. Es aquí por the football. <laughs> Tavern Tab is so fierce. <laughs> The sound you hear is a recording of the warning siren in case of an imminent nuclear attack. If this was an actual attack warning, would you be prepared? Would your family be prepared? If not, CA Survive All Civil Defense Approved Steel and Concrete Basement Type Fallout Shelter. The shelter, along with a basic equipment kit, affords you and your family maximum protection. Survive All Shelters are FHA approved. No money down. Five years to pay. Horrible though it may be, this sound may someday become a reality. Be prepared. See a survival shelter today. just sitting here in the bar uh we're talking starcraft 2 that they just released about uh about a week ago now and we just want to give you our overall thoughts on it because we've been playing it like madmen and decided to be fun to kind of talk to you talk about because it's all that's on our minds right now uh, that's all that's on my mind i have nothing else on my mind other than starcraft 2 100 all day starcraft 2 i'm starting to speak korean i love it so much 
Yeah, give me give me an example of StarCraft Two Korean. Well, because you know, I will be in there. Oh, you were close. You were close. I'll be in there. I'll be like, all your base belong to us. Bang dong, bing dong, bing dong, bing dong, bing and and people would be like, what the f dude? I mean, and um, but it's just me channeling my inner Korean and just like you know, like you know, and then I and I'll be able to like. Click, 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 yeah. All your base belong to us. Ha 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 You don't win in five seconds. I pwn you. Ha 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 You know, that's one thing about these games that uh, I've always hated. So Battle.net is the, is the area for me that I go and get my ass kicked by 12-year-old boys. Yeah. Basically, you, you know, you log in. I get maybe a couple builders going to get something, <laughs> you know, to get uh, resources. And then all of a sudden, dudes will just come flying into my base. Zerg invasion. Zerg. Ah! Yeah. Yeah. So if you ever want to know where the term being zerged comes from, it's from the StarCraft universe because, you know, these, you know, crazy players would get their, you know, 50 bazillion zerg and come charge your base. It's funny. Did you play StarCraft 1 back in the day, Bryce? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, I played it because I'm a Mac guy. Blizzard is pretty much the only game that I had on the uh, Mac. So you had Diablo, Warcraft 2, Warcraft 3. I think StarCraft came before Warcraft 3, and I, I played them all. So I was expecting StarCraft 2 to be a little bit more like Warcraft 3 than it was StarCraft 1. So, for instance, Warcraft 3, you had uh, hero classes, and you sort of had to make... You could have two heroes at a time, and none of that is evident to me currently. Not, not in the multiplayer. They have no hero units in the multiplayer. Right. So, yeah. So, okay. So, in that, and that's primarily what I am mo most interested in is the multiplayer. I guess there's two... It's it's probably a good thing to, to state up front. There's two different games in this. There's the multiplayer, and there's the single player. The single player is very different than the multiplayer, particularly in, in respect of... Uh, some of the units that are available. We were, I think, our, we Bryce, you and I were playing like a, when it first came out, and we we're going, "Hey, how do we heal our units?" And, and like, yeah. you were figuring out. It took you about five minutes to uh, figure out how you know that there were no healers in the multiplayer. And by that time, I had completely invaded your base and destroyed you. But but that's actually didn't didn't you find out though that the medevac replaces the medic in the multiplayer game? Yeah, but it's much higher up the tech tree, right? So you kind of yeah, you, yep. you play the single player and you know how you, you think the single player trains you how to do multiplayer and how that gets you familiar with the tech tree and you expect healers to be at a very low level when in actuality healers are at a very very high level so it it does take some getting used to going from one to the other i i mean i think it's interesting too that they when i read up on stuff like the medevac that they actually like took it out of the game the multiplayer because they thought it was overpowered you know like we were talking why not just leave the stuff in there just put everything in there who right. cares yeah, I mean, you could just, like, gimp it. I, I would think the easy way to do it would just be to take... If the healers are overpowered, make put them on a timer or something. You can only make one every so often. Or or you just decrease their value of healing power. It's just such a... You get this crazy whiplash going from the single player to the multiplayer. It's It was just difficult for me to get used to. Well, yeah, because when you're playing with Terrans, one of the core strategies is to use those little healers all the time. And, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I, I, I got a lot of success a lot of times when resources were slim just building a bunch of, like, regular infantry guys. Mm -hmm. Like, nothing, nothing above the, the baseline unit and a bunch of healers. And those guys would do really well. They'd tear up. They could take out air units and ground units, and they were pretty good. I just used them, actually, to great effect. There, there's uh, How far have you gotten into the single player? Have not you gotten to the part with the supernova yet? No, not yet. 
Okay. Well, there's a mission coming up where you have to keep moving ahead of an oncoming wave of, like, fire that's being laid down by a sun that's, you know, exploding. Okay? Mm-hmm. And you got to keep moving your bases ahead. So you don't have a lot of time to get resources, and you have to keep moving forward. And mm-hmm. so it means you can't build a whole hell of a lot. You just never have the resources or the time to get that move up the tech trees. And every time, actually, you pick up your bases, all your enhancements to your buildings are destroyed by the oncoming wave of fire. So all your tech stuff and everything else is gone. you got to rebuild them all. It takes time. You're under attack by the Protoss the whole time you're doing it. It's hard. And so after three or four times of not doing so well with that, I realized that if you just build those little infantry guys and load them up with a bunch of medics and then concentrate the rest of the firepower up in the air, mm-hmm. uh, you can tear things up. But you have a lot, a lot of infantry guys. Like I probably had 30 dudes, you mm-hmm. know? Right, right, right. That sounds like a sound strategy. I mean, I'm definitely going to have more opinions of the finesse of the different strategy of the different how the troops work together the more I play it. But generally, my impression, I got to tell you, is I was expecting more. I was expecting more one because it's Blizzard and they always produce really great quality products. And StarCraft One was renowned the world over for not just killing Koreans because it's so addicting, but it's got this awesome <laughs> balance and gameplay. So you could actually play it competitively. I mean, they tried to do it with Warcraft Three, but it didn't catch on as much as StarCraft One. And most everything seems to have translated into StarCraft Two, but not much more. So, for example, one of the things that I think is new to StarCraft One that came from Warcraft Three is the idea of the mercenaries so you can get instant troops by expending you know resources and you don't have to spend the time building them and you get these mercenaries in warcraft 3 there were these little huts that you could go to now the mercenary compound is right within your base and i think it's a buildable building if it gets blown up or something there's no hero class like there was in warcraft 3 for generally the most part i think that all the races are the same you still have humans protoss and zerg there's no new race whatsoever a lot of the tech seems to be the same the humans have like the ghosts sort of thing they've got siege tanks i remember playing them the zerg have you know this idea of this organic biological kind of gross spawning thing with the creep that goes out and the protoss are still very tech related and are, are totally superior way high up in the tech tree they can really dominate from the air things that i didn't see them do that i was expecting would be something like you know a brand new race instead of three races maybe with the starcraft 2 you come out with some new race that would have really enhanced it and they didn't do or some really cool awesome technology or or just something really different i think the only place where they really did something different which is the obvious one is the single player i i from people that i've heard that have played it they think it's absolutely spectacular and superb and if the single player is your cup of tea i don't think you're going to be disappointed like bryce i think you really like the single player right yeah i've, I've liked it quite a bit in fact i'm i'm two missions i think away from finishing it oh my gosh and um how long did it take uh, i you? love it oh not too long uh, it's actually far too short for me i wish it would gone on a lot longer wait a minute wait you a minute you haven't been you... binging on single player we don't need to do another intervention do we <laughs> no no yeah. it's not that bad i think it's it ended up being uh something like 26 missions or something like that um, so it's not that long, and uh, I think that's the crappy thing about it is that it's not that long. And if you remember, that's what when we said. first well, when we first talked about this, mm-hmm. I was um, I was not as impressed. Remember, I was telling you it was kind of eh, right. I don't know. It's just kind of strange. The some of the characterization seem a little cheesy, but it's grown on me. And it's it's something where now as I'm looking back on that first few hours of playtime, I'm I'm reconsidering everything I've said, huh. and will now say what I've said about Blizzard games all along is that. 
in their storylines, it's the characters that actually make them. And so this this game's got strong characters, and it comes from the first game, and it, they've only improved them here. There's a guy named um, Matt. What's the guy's name on the bridge? Matt something. Matt. You're asking the wrong know. guy. But yes, Ca- right. Captain Matt of the Hyperion, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. That dude. He's a good character, and he has a, a good arc in his story. And it's, he wasn't in the first one, and he's kind of interesting. You know, he's like the only true good guy in the whole StarCraft universe. Everybody else is sort of shades of gray, but he's a good guy kind of mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool. But then I don't know. Gonna, I like it. What are you going to do? So you're, now you're going to finish the single player. Single player is going to be done. Now you're going to be all multiplayer all the time. You're going to be like in the tournaments and stuff. No, no, I'm never going to get into the game like that. But, you know, I do like these RTS games, and I, I end up playing RTS um, a lot. Like, you know, I come back to them time and time again for years and years and years. I think the original StarCraft I probably played, well, hell, I think the last time I played it was a year ago. So I was still playing this game off and on, and it was, StarCraft was solid. This one looks to be pretty solid, too. But I have to say, in recent years, uh, I've really enjoyed the Dawn of War games, for example. They've been great, and they're very similar to this in a lot of ways. Um, you like so the, I don't know. You like the storyline of the Dawn of War games, or the gameplay, or the multiplayer? The, 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 uh, the gameplay is, is the chief thing, but the gameplay in the Dawn of War games is not a whole lot different than the gameplay here, and you actually, if, if you were to play that game, I think you'd see the striking resemblance between the StarCraft universe and the Warhammer universe, because they're, they're almost exactly the same. They're the same in design style, they're the same in gameplay, they're the same in unit types, it's pretty striking. Like, you've got the, um, the Protoss, Mm-hmm. are similar to the Eldar. The Terrans are similar to the, well, what is it, the Imperium, I guess. The the Zerg are similar yeah, to right. the Tyranids. Mm-hmm. You know, they're very similar. Except, um, And that's the thing. I mean, I would have thought that when Blizzard was going to come out with StarCraft II, they would have brought in something new altogether. And to not have that, I think that's probably my chief disappointment. Because I'm not much, as much of a story-interested guy as you are, per se. I mean, I, I can enjoy the story. I like it. I'll, I'll go along with it. But I find the missions much more interesting and compelling and fun to do rather than get involved in the story. And I really enjoyed the multiplayer. The multiplayer scares me. Whenever I, I queue up for, like, a multiplayer game, I, the game starts and I'm just like, I'm all excited. Like, I'm like, oh, my God, this guy's totally going to own you. You know, I don't know why I care, but I just do. And it, it's it's sort of that there's a thrill to it. There's a rush to that oh, playing a game against somebody else. Brand it's new. why you should play me all the time. That way you'll be guaranteed to win and there won't be a problem. <laughs> we totally have to team up. That's the cool thing is we should have, like, a team. I keep saying this. we got to have a team where you go against other people with teams. And then that that's just got to be a whole different take on it. And yeah, then, you know, true, I can true. carry your weight and protect you well. <laughs> exactly. Now, I, you know, I think the story is good. Uh, I, I like the multiplayer aspect of it. I don't like playing strange people and just getting my ass kicked. But then again, I was like that in World of Warcraft, too. I mean, that's, you know, I like playing with the guild. I eventually moved to a PvE server. I guess I'm a giant Care Bear. I just don't like... You know, getting ganked, and basically this is the same thing. If I just, you know, if I log on and play a couple little kids and they gank me, you know, in two seconds, it's not fun. It's, just an, it's an act of frustration. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> yeah, and that's exactly what happens too. So, fortunately, you can't hear them. They just, you just actually have to read. He, 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 he. You suck, sores. K, 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 You suck, sore. You know, I, you're talking about the other race, though. You haven't gotten far enough along to learn about the Zelnaga 
and that that's something new that's coming along now. Whether or not it ends up being uh, a new race that's playable, I don't know. But something's going on with that. It rings. And I, I don't want to. I don't want to say so much too much about what it is that's happening. But they could be bringing in something new there. I, you know, I read someplace they said that Blizzard's goal with StarCraft Two was the guy who took it over as the director of the project just wanted to remake. StarCraft. They wanted to reintroduce it and freshen it up and make it new. My, my biggest complaint with it, though, is probably yours, which is that it's pretty, it looks better than the original, but it isn't a whole hell of a lot different, which is both good and bad. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, if they had remade Battlestar Galactica, right? And they did. But they, it, let's say they remade it and they basically did exactly what they did in the 70s show. Right. They just sort of freshened up the special effects. But, like, they still wore those, like, Egyptian costumes and, you know, they had, like, the blue suits for the commanders and the, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The Cylons were the silver guys with the, you know, Kit Knight Rider eye. And I mean, all there's that nothing kind of wrong stuff. to callbacks. I mean, in the new Battlestar Galactica or the newer Battlestar Galactica, they, you would see, the, like, the old Cylon model and they would, you would kind of, if you were, you know, careful listening you could hear the old Battlestar Galactica theme played every once in a while and and, and that was cool I, there's nothing wrong with callbacks like that but I hear what you're saying that it was neat that they took the new Battlestar Galactica and just totally reinvented it essentially yeah well they, they freshened the whole thing up and then they added a whole bunch of stuff to it so that the new Battlestar is similar to the old but then departs from it drastically and goes into brand new territory, which was kind of exciting. The other thing, too, is that Blizzard is highly derivative of stuff, and you know this to be true from just Warcraft. Like, you see pop culture throwbacks to everything. I see it here in the StarCraft game, which is pretty hysterical. There's a scene actually in the cantina, and I don't know if you've seen it yet, but at one point, um, Raynor and Tychus are sitting there talking, and the TV's on, Mm -hmm. and Tychus says to Raynor, Hey, man, is that Freedom Rock? And Rainer, Rainer says, <laughs> no "Yeah, way. man." Turn and Tychus goes, "Well, then, yeah, man, turn it up." <laughs> <laughs> wow, I don't yeah. even know if many of our younger listeners are going to know what Probably that, is. that not. is. That is an old callback. That's an '80s throwback. Yeah. Early '80s throwback. They like doing that kind of stuff. I did see the night, the dancing night elf in the cantina. That's always yeah. amusing. It's not only derivative of pop culture stuff, but it's like derivative of, of like other science fiction programs. So the whole thing with the Zell Naga thing that's coming up, uh-huh. th- to listen to the Zeratul guy, the old Protoss leader dude from the first StarCraft talk, mm-hmm. I might as well be watching an episode of Babylon 5, because he's sitting there going, the ancient enemies are returning, and the prophecy is complete, and they'll return and consume the universe, and the cycle will begin anew. And I'm thinking, so this is like the shadows returning once more into the universe. It's the same old like ancient enemy prophesized coming back to wreak havoc. They created the Protoss. They created the Zerg. They probably created the humans, and now they're going to like test the races and have the cycle going. I'm like, dude, that's a total ripoff of Babylon Five. There's a total ripoff of Battlestar Galactica and the way the Hyperion kind of jumps into space and warps in, the little flashes and booms, and then it comes in, and then the camera zooms in real tight to it. I'm like, that's cool on one hand. And on the other hand, it's not so cool. Because, you know, it makes you laugh when they do it. And you're like, oh, they're cool. They just did the Galactica thing. And then you're like, yeah, but they should have come up with something new. Exactly. M- make exactly. your own thing. Did you, you know what I mean? Did, wait, wait, wait. Did you just reference Babylon 5? I did. You're such a nerd. Have you ever seen it? <laughs> wouldn't watch nerdy shows like that. Whatever. Yeah, you wouldn't. Yeah, you Whatever, nerd boy. On Taverncast for five years, wouldn't watch nerdy shows. <laughs> I'm telling you, as a science fiction... Look, 
I got you onto Babylon, or I got you into Galactica. That's true. I and did. I, 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 I was very skeptical that they turned um, they, that they turned Starbuck into a chick. Skepticable. Skepticable. What are yeah. you, George Bush? Well, I'm still I'm still <laughs> reeling from the beer that I drank last night on the show. Skepticable. It's a great show. Babylon Five is great. You got to understand that it was made ten odd years ago, right. and the effects then were not that great. And the, they didn't have a lot of money. The sets aren't great. The makeup isn't great. But at the core of it, the story is one of the best in sci-fi. Cool. A lot of people. Well, if you're the, the super nerds agree, it's one of the best in sci-fi. Right. Well, people uh, like you will be like, yeah, I hate this crap. Getting sex with my wife and watching football. I never do anything gay like go on a podcast and talk about StarCraft. I would never do that. I'm Bill Tickner, attorney at law, and I don't. I stay away from nerds like they're the plague. I don't do anything at all with nerds ever. Hey, kids, Warhammer figures, look, we'll do tabletop. Hey, Nicole, can I play a little longer? <laughs> Stop it! I'm, 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 I have needs, you know. I feel like a Warcraft, Warhammer, Babylon 5, Battlestar Galactica, Starcraft 2, Widow. If this viewer, please, I didn't marry a nerd. I married a total jock that was awesome looking. And now look at you. You're balding. You're but getting you keep, older. You keep playing with that guy, Bryce, and every time you talk to Bryce, you go in there, and we've had that talk, and you promise me it's going to be nothing but water polo and football and sex forever, 24 hours a day. You're going to make money, have sex, and watch sports. And then you go in there, and you talk to that Bryce who went on the phone, and you come out here, and you're like, honey, honey, I, I'm... I'm really into this thing called Babylon 5. you got to see it. I'm going to buy it on DVD. And the kids and I were going to... Oh, kids, look. It's a tabletop wargaming thing called Yay! Warhammer. Let's we play that. We love Daddy more than Mommy. Yay! Daddy and plays Warhammer with us. Bill, I've had enough of this. You are a grown man, not a geek, not a nerd. If you had wanted to marry a nerd, you should have found a nerd girl to marry. But no, you found this beautiful woman. What are you going to do with it? Nothing, because you're watching Babylon 5 and Battlestar Galactica. And Star Wars and Star Trek and reading sci-fi books and talking to your friends about gay, geeky, stupid gaming stuff in the middle of the week at 5 p.m. when we should be watching eating dinner or playing football with our kids. <laughs> wow, that's that's chilling. That's that's, a, <laughs> that's chillingly accurate. Starcraft right, just 2, a- ladies and gentlemen, Starcraft 2. <laughs> Available at your famous gaming store now. For the fun of doing it, what's your favorite unit on the Terran side in the game right now? Favorite unit. So far. Oh, oh, that's what oh, she said. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> My favorite unit on the Terran side is the... Um, I like those uh, planes that can turn into walking robots. Val- Vikings. 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 Yeah. yeah, but then so you go in, you do a quick attack, and then you get back into the air, and you just take off pretty quickly. So I, I'm enjoying those. How about you? What do you like? I really like the Thor. It's, it's like the super giant walking mech. And there's, there's a thing later on where you get to steal uh, an even bigger one called the Odin from the Dominion. Seriously? Whole, the Odin yeah. and the Thor. I mean, you yeah. think about that for a second, right? Does it like the Thor have a giant hammer, you know? And- it might as well. The thing's flipping awesome. And it can, like, kneel down and, you know, like, do a barrage of artillery. This, this is the thing when we were playing multiplayer that you could pick it up with the medevac and it folded up into a box. That looked pretty cool. I like that effect. But I didn't know you could, like, lay down... Artillery was it artillery fire? Well, in the single player you can. I have no idea if you can in the multiplayer. I don't think I ever got to the point where I built one because every time I got close to that, you overran me and killed me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. That'll be StarCraft Two and our conversation about it. Bill will continue to pwn me, and maybe we'll talk about it. <laughs>
know what you are. Say it out loud. Vampire. Are you afraid? No. Do you guys remember when Star Wars... Wait, Eric, I forget. Do you like Star Wars or... No, it's Star oh, Trek yeah. that you hate. I hate Star Trek. But you love Star Wars, though, right? I love Star Wars. You love Star- yeah. well, 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 I love the original Star okay, Wars. Okay, the original Star Wars. Why, why, do you, why do you hate Star Trek? It sucks. No, watch Star Trek. They have no f***ing pockets. No, they do. They it's have the pockets. future. They have no pockets. There's pockets in the new one. And they have no money. Oh, in the new one. You don't huh? need money. In the new, in the new, one. The new one. one. might be... I think there's Is that the one where they go in the past and dress up like gangsters? Alright, let's talk about the movie with Muppets that we all love and adore, okay? So the the movie with Muppets and it was awesome and epic and we all loved it and we all stood in line and I remember watching Empire Wait, Strikes Back and getting the t- Muppets take Manhattan no. or and the Muppet t- movie. Uh, this is Brace guys. So let's start over again. Let's make sure none of us are stepping over the setup on anybody's uh, new topic. Because um, that, that, I listened to it back last time, and it really sounded unprofessional. Clear Channel is never going to take us seriously. Really so let's uh, let's start over again. Okay. All right. Thank you. Advice. Advice. Wow, I'm in like Bizarro World. Age dramatically. So like, so we all went and stood in line, saw that movie, those movies, and I remember in Return of the Jedi, I'm sitting there uh i think i got the soundtrack or i'm sorry the score of return of the jedi beforehand i was super excited about it, trying to think oh what you know what part is this going to be in return of the jedi when 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 you got the soundtrack going on and i was totally stoked for it when the prequels came out and they had the first in line sort of thing and people were around the block i was stoked for it and the movies came out totally disappointed but i remember at the beginning that enthusiasm that just total geekitude where you're super hyped up and just guessing what it's going to be and oh you and mcgregor is going to be obi-wan kenobi and the first time Obi-Wan meets Anakin, it's going to be epic, and it sends chills through your spine when you see that trailer, and oh, it's going to be so great! And then Twilight came out. And Twilight <laughs> is the female Star Wars. What the hell is going on? I mean, women are like, 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 I mean, not just like teenagers, okay? These are like adult women, hot women, homely women, housewives, business women. It, 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 it spans the women universe out there, okay? And over what? Okay? I, look, I get it. Vampires. Cool. I kind of like vampires. They're cool. Werewolves. All right, I'm with you. That's a Werewolves, vampires battling each other. Like, you know, it's like, even like, okay, some romance. Okay, fine, whatever. That's all cool too, right? It's not I, some. I thought, it's wait, not some romance. But, I thought they made that movie. I think it was called Underworld. But at the end of the day... And it had Kate Beckinsale. <laughs> at the end of the day, what the hell is it about with this movie as opposed to like under... What did you say? Uh, Underworld world with Kate Beckinsale or, or any of these what about the Anne Rice stuff Anne Rice was a kicking yeah. herself yeah. right no, now no no I can like, tell you right. what it is it's really obvious okay, what, what is it, it is it's the whole female allure thing. Look, you got Edward, who's a total bad boy, right? He's like so you're saying pre- he's like Bill. No, let me say he's, he's a total ba- he's a total <laughs> bad boy. He's like a pretty boy, bad boy kind of guy. Like like Bryce has like read it. all yeah. because I've got a chick Three and times. she makes me watch this stuff. You've got a chick? Yeah, yeah, really? Yeah. Anyways, so, <laughs> but but wow. yeah, no, he's like a total bad boy. He's a vampire. The dude wants to freaking eat her, and I don't mean eat her in a good wow. way. Oh, I mean eat her in a bad way. Wow. Yeah, well, and which way is the good way, which is the bad way? I, I, it's Taverncast, we're, we're a family show. <laughs> Alright, look. We're a 
American Family show. Like, how's that so, different than Bram Stoker's No, 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 Dracula. I'm trying to tell you. I still haven't gotten it out. Oh, good. So he's this bad boy dude that toys with her. So it's like every woman's fantasy. It's like the guy you can't have, right? It's the total bad boy dead. dude. They've done that a million like, times. I know, but that's what chicks go no, for. No, but, it's they don't, just, it's, but they're going for this one in ways I've never seen them go for any other movie that's <laughs> like that. What are they going to think of otherwise? The oil slick? <laughs> the oil spell, I mean, what they, they need some distraction here. Yeah, it's not like the romantic comedies have been all that good lately. No, dude, there is some kind of subliminal <laughs> message in this movie. Because t- I, Look, I, I hear you. There's the bad boy and the frail chick, and he chooses her, and he's not supposed to, and she can change him, or she wants to be like him, and then she's torn between Mr. Super Ab Guy that could turn into a wolf that wants to protect her, but <laughs> she only wants to be like his friend, and blah, blah, blah. I get it. But there's a million of oh, those you know movies more about that are out there. Upon leaving the Native American powwows before turning into a werewolf, I like to use the ab blaster. <laughs> Doesn't he own a shirt? But this the ab blaster makes my werewolf muscles huge and virile and makes it impossible for white women from the <laughs> desert to turn me down. But this movie is epic. This movie is Star Wars epic. Like, probably once t- women are moved by this movie to stand in line to buy all the products. Like, like Eclipse Band-Aids. You know, they're like face, they're dedicated to this crazy guy, you know, watching all his other movies. They are they are geekitude on a level that we used to be on Star Wars and I can't figure out why and I think it may be subliminal messages. I'm telling you they are they are taking over our women people. This movie is evil. There is something in this movie that is taking them away from us. And by us, I mean all you know the cool guys that can't. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna disagree with you. I'm gonna agree with you by ex- expanding on your point. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I've actually heard from guys who have complained that their women are <laughs> saying things like, "Why can't you just be more like Edward? <laughs> Edward wouldn't do that. I wish I wish my husband could just be a little bit more like Edward." Are you hearing this? Does that mean cannibalism? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so here, here's, you know, that's what he does, right? I, don't, I haven't seen it, but he drinks blood. Yeah, I think here's that's the, the thing, idea. Chicky, the dude wants to kill you. He, he wants to blood. eat you. But the werewolf dude, I mean, maybe. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know much about that kid. I don't know anything about any of these guys. Yeah, he's been hitting the ab blast. I just know what a vampire wolf, is. So they kill you bad. and they eat you. They drink your blood until you die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I never said, like, oh, honey, I wish you could be more like Leia. You know, independent, kind of snipey. You've never said that. You've never said that. Come on. You've never once in your marriage have you, yeah, have you ever requested Gold. the slave Leia costume? No, no, we didn't say look. I, I thought we were talking about acting. Like, I can see, so a girl's going to say. Acting, oh, acting. Well, I was going to say, the girl's going to say, well, I wish she would look more like Edward with the poofy hair and the really pale skin. and the. Oh, no, that's happening. That's happening a lot. The poofy hair? Yeah, like women want their guys to look like this Edward clown, this actor. And no, people or women are flipping out about this dude the same way they did the the actor who plays um, Harry Potter, Daniel Radcliffe. (laughs) Similar things are happening with that kid. I think we should kill him. <laughs> we should. <laughs> He's a threat to mankind everywhere. They, they yeah, must be stopped. Like him, so. oh, yeah, yeah, actually, Eric kind of looks like. Oh, the guy. exactly like him. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. Check him. Is out. that what he looks like? I've never seen this dude, but so uh, I mean, have you run into people who have been like this fanatical about this? You know, someone personal? Uh. <laughs> Somebody tells me this didn't come out of nowhere. Uh, 
Let me just say this. Okay, so, Infernal Jill, basically, right? So she, you know, at first when this sort of thing came out, she goes, oh, you know, what is it with this, uh, with this, uh, a Twilight? She says, what is it with this Twilight thing? And uh, I'm like, I don't know. She goes, I heard, I was reading on the internet, and it's for, you know, it's by this woman, she's Mormon, there's no, like, sex in it or anything. It's, It's just kind of like kissing, and it's not really well done or well acted, and it's sort of for young teenagers. Oh, it's just sort of a fun thing they're into. Let's go watch True Blood. And so I'm like, eh, okay, whatever. So we watched, you know, the stupid vampire TV shows, and I, I guess we ran out of vampire TV shows to watch. So she finally <laughs> but succumbed. Isn't True Blood like full of sex? Oh yeah, yeah. It? No, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's an okay, okay show. It's an, it, I mean, it's not like the greatest show in the world, but whatever. Here's my point. We we oh, we finished that show. She started reading the book. Fell in love, started watching the movie, fell in love, voraciously read all the books, put on the t-shirts, got all of her friends from like, you know, cheerleaders from USC, you, you know, they're all like, ah, and they're all, all of them freaking out. It's massive. It's like a freaking virus. It started out like small. It was just this little bitty seed, little teeny bit, just, you know, adolescent girls, not a big deal. Now... No woman is safe from the mania of Twilight, okay? They call them hey. Twihards. Twihards, okay? They call Twihards, it a Twigasm, okay? I mean, this is bad news, people. Bad news. They're coming up with euphemisms about sex and Twilight that don't involve us, okay? That's all I'm saying. We are cut out of the equation, and it's only going to get worse. Gentlemen, here's the real threat of, of uh, the Twigasm, is that... <laughs> You as a man have been cut out of the process because no man can ever compare to Edward the Vampire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we're not dead. <laughs> well, I'm not. I don't know about you guys. Does that have something? Does that when you're dead does it increase? You know your rigor mortis. Rigor mortis. No. <laughs> Maybe that's the deal. <laughs> I just crossed the line. Just <laughs> going, <laughs> too far just there. Going right back <laughs> to the gutter there, Mike. Nice job. Nice job. The necrophilia joke. Glad you're on the show. <laughs> Twilight, what have you done to my wife? Refuses to sleep, reads her books all night. Twilight, what have you done to my wife? Now all she wants is the vampire life. With the first release of the first book, she just had to peek and take a look. Edward was a man with a savvy hook. My wife took the bait, now she never cooks. Watches the movie two times a day. She's back in high school and wants to date. Buys every magazine that shows the face of that pale skin Cullen that's out of shape. Bella's living every girl's fantasy. Gets to ride piggyback straight up a tree. But it's not for me, and I don't know why. She plays that soundtrack day and night. The kids are always asking, Where's mommy at? I tell them I don't know. When will she be back? Just when I thought it was about to end, New Moon comes out and there's a new best friend. Twilight! What have you done to my wife? She's got the hots for teenage boys and thinks it's alright. Twilight, you gotta saw my surprise. My wife is a zombie that you've hypnotized. This is where it ends. I got my wife So that's been TavernCast. Remember to give us a call on the TC hotline at 734-418-7077 or Skype us directly to TavernCast and leave us some choice stuff. Also, visit us online at www.taverncast.com. Go to our forums. And leave us some good comments on iTunes. I'm Gigantic Mike. (laughs) Signing out. (laughs) I'm Slim Nasty. And I'm Captain Howdy. And this is Infernal Bill. Thanks, everybody.
Tavern Cast is performed in a closed recording studio by trained professionals. Do not attempt this show at home. Tavern Cast does not endorse underage drinking and reminds those of you who are of age to have fun and drink responsibly. Tavern Cast is a Snapdragon production. Visit us online at www.taverncast.com. And my giant wiener is gonna come over there and is just gonna pound you on the sand. I'm gonna take my wiener like a giant club and I'm gonna just beat you around the face with it and beat you down like a hammer with a nail. It's time to light the magic. But it's time to out. light the lights. It's time to be. I'm gonna update Skype. It's gonna relaunch the whole thing. You guys cool with that? It's time for Tavern Cast. It's time for Tavern Cast. <laughs> <laughs> Fear not, we're being invaded by giant orky looking dudes. Uh, don't worry, I'll save you. <laughs> I rape you. Fear not, I've got a giant Terminator looking badass dude. Now I rape you. <laughs> Edelweiss. Hey, hey, are we going now? Edelweiss. Let's sink, let's sink, because we didn't do that last time. Let's forever. All right, come on, I need a serious sink. On three. Phil, you are not, Phil, what are you, gunning for the outtakes? This is why this show never worked out, Phil. This is why the show never works, because of this right here. Are you done? Edelweiss. Three. <laughs> guys. Hey guys. Guys. Hey guys. 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 Hey guys. Guys. On another tavern cast, we wait around and do nothing. Starting 33 minutes late in tavern cast. This week in an all new tavern cast, absolutely nothing. Bryce says all right on an all new tavern cast. Mike. Who? Mike. Yeah. What's the deal? Welcome to the bar. It's. This is why we never make the big bucks. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know why Clear Channel does not pick the show up? Because <laughs> <laughs> right I can't there. resist an opportunity to torment. I'm already it's... working on a solo, so. And go to www.taverncast.com to find out all kinds of awesome happenings going on in the world. And to see cool pictures of Bryce. And to go to our uh, internet board thingy-mabobbers where there are all kinds of awesome, really cool singles that are waiting to meet. No, no. That are all kinds of awesome, really cool people that are waiting to talk to you about Taverncast. On www.taverncast.com backslash taverncast tavern talk double backslash forums backslash Soviet USSR. Hello? Hello? All right, Tavern Talk. You guys are up for your audition. You've got one one or two chances here, so let's try to get it. All right, that Mr. Um, what, what's your name again? Colonel Bill. But, all right, that's cute, but this is an important uh, day. For, do you guys want this West Clear Channel satellite radio deal or not? Blue 
Alright, you guys are out of here. No. You're, you're out of here. You're done. Hello? You don't have time for this. Oh, come on. We're just having fun. Come on. It was awesome. You know you want us. You know you want it. So, Tavercast is the four of us friends getting together and inviting you along for the ride. You may have to drive some of us home. Friends? That's a little extreme. No. This concludes our program schedule for today. Portions of today's programs were recorded and on film.